Warning, there will be spoilers throughout this podcast. If you have not yet read or finished reading this book, we suggest that you stop here and come back after you have read the book. If you just don't give a shit, then keep on listening. Try that. Hello, can you hear us now? Yeah, that came across. Why would you, why if you would turn the numbers up? Right. Would it catch less? Right, okay. Okay, all right. I don't know. We're just girls. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't understand technology. <laughs> Which is okay. so funny coming from you because I feel like you're so I know. smart. Tech, like tech savvy. You know about tech, you know about fucking, you had a, a little case of like screwdrivers in the thing yesterday. <laughs> 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 I literally, my, um, yesterday, the other day. yeah, what, I forgot what day that was. Sunday. Sunday. I, um, I'm at work and I go back to the computer and Nicole's standing there and she's fiddling with her bracelet and she goes, oh, I forgot I had these. And she pulls out like this little pack of fucking <laughs> screwdrivers. And just tighten my bracelet. It's just like so, I said, she's a doer. So, yeah, she's a doer. No, for sure. If I can make it myself, I will. Like the like the rack that all of my Starbucks cups are on, yeah. I built that myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, you're why not? Do seeing you and you're so. Yeah. I, I could never. never. I don't need no man. No. She does want one though. I do want one. She's taking applications now. PSA. <laughs> well, hi, hello, welcome back. I'm Nicole. I'm Crystal. I'm Leah. And this is lit liter. Oh fuck. <laughs> Literally obsessed. <laughs> Thank you, today no she's, she's not she's got this thing uh called a job yeah she had to go to she it had to prioritize above her best friends right yeah she doesn't love us <laughs> it's fine we get it mara uh no we understand well i know we already talked about this but i wanted to talk about it um so it's on here too uh-huh. um the fact that there's like three whole books that come before this series oh yeah did that, you you ordered them right? yeah yeah i ordered them they came in i have i i got them have in read it? um i have not they're all three are like super small though yeah before um, this series yes so it's i don't believe cardian or jude taryn i don't believe any of them are in it uh-huh. um but it basically follows k and royobin i believe that's I how you pronounce Roy-bin. it royobin yeah I was calling him Ryobin for the longest time, but I realized that it's, it's R-O, not yes. R-I. Um, I, I, however you pronounce it, but one of, he's like one of the court's kings or whatever like that, and Kay is his consort. Um, but yeah, it follows them before all of this. Um, yeah, so I'm... I don't. I have, I have no idea what it's about. I just, I bought it. It's called The Modern Fairy Tales. Um... I just I I'm very, I'm in love with this series now. You'll have to yeah. read it. Um, um, I will. Give us. I'm definitely going to <laughs> and let you guys know. Uh, um, and then second thing is, there's a song that plays at work. Uh-huh. That just reminds me of this whole series. What's the song? Um, oh. I have to. I can't. I forgot to look up what the name of it was, but it like one of the lines in it literally says, "I'm a king under your control." And Fitting. I was just like, uh, Jude, Cardian, is this you guys? <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. It's called Years and Years by King. Okay. Get it, Jude. Right? And I was like, ah, Cardian made a song for Jude? What is this? Oh my god. I heard it the other day while I was at work and I was just like, nobody is here for me to be like, do you hear this right now? <laughs> I couldn't talk about it with anybody. Uh, yeah, Queen of Nothing. Yay. Yay. Yeah, so this episode's gonna be Queen of Nothing and how the King of Elfheim learned to hate stories, which is just like a little like side 
book in a sense, I guess, um, kind of gave you a little bit more insight onto Cardian and like before Cruel Prince. Which that um, entire book broke my entire heart. Same. Same. It <laughs> like, broke mine yeah, too. Just, uh, we'll get into it later. We will. We will. But yeah, this is the last book in the Folk of the Air series. Um, there are technically two book, two more books. I think that might be it. I don't know if she's making a third, but there are technically two more books that come after this. Um, so we'll probably we, end up we, reading those. I was gonna say, are you gonna read the Stolen Air? I would say yes, okay. Stolen Air, and then I think it's like the Prisoner's Throne. Throne yeah, and which those, that one doesn't come out until March fourth. But those are not. They're different characters. Kind of. Like, like side characters. Well, yeah, because they're now, now it's about Oak. Right. And it's like 15 years into the future or some shit like that. And and Jude and Cardin are king and queen and all this other stuff spoilers. is going on. Spoilers. <laughs> well, we make our little we make uh -huh. our little disclaimer that there's spoilers beforehand anyways. So, so this book is 300 pages and it was first published... Um, November 19th of 2019. Holy crap. I know, right? Uh, so it says, Power is much easier to acquire than it is to hold on to. Jude learned this lesson when she released her control over the wicked king, Cardan, in exchange for imme immeasurable power. Now, as the exiled mortal queen of fairy, Jude is powerless and left reeling from Cardan's betrayal. She bides her time, determined to reclaim everything he took from her. Opportunity arrives in the form of her twin sister, Taryn, whose life is in peril. Jude must risk venturing back into the treacherous fairy court and confronting her lingering feelings for Cardian if she wishes to save her sister. But Elfheim is not as she is not as she left it. War is brewing, and when a powerful curse is unleashed, panic spreads throughout the land, and Jude is forced to choose between her ambition and her humanity. Um... Do we want to go ahead and do our ratings and thoughts real quick? Yeah. Yeah, you want to go first? Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I rated this book a five. Okay. I absolutely loved it. Um, Rightfully so. I, I know that a lot of people don't, but I love political world building. Me too. Right. That, I mean, there's a tiny, tiny drop of romance in here. It's definitely not a romance book yeah. in the slightest. Well, because I've been seeing this this series recommended a lot on TikTok mm. as like a like a romanticy. It's, it's not. Yeah. not. It's <laughs> not at all. It is all about Jude and her rise to power. Yes. And there's just a little bit of uh, some stuff, you know, romance sprinkled right. in there. Right. I wouldn't even call it romance because like they they literally talk. It, it's like a, it's like the briefest mention of like we started kissing and then it's just meant for the reader to kind of in like right. interpret you know this is what happened afterwards right like there's no nothing even though it was like very highly political i still thought it was pretty romantic the pieces yes. that we yes. yeah yes. No. oh yeah i really and they thought were like, it was like there were so few and far between in between that it was like satisfying to read it was like you were getting a little treat yes you know? like, right. yes like and i know mara's like you know big gripe about the book was that there wasn't enough romance in it for her but for me it was just like so satisfying mm -hmm. every time we got like a little glimpse of the romance. oh yeah and yeah. i feel like i feel like to me too this this type of a book this type of of fantasy aspect is such a quick read for me because there is always so much going on when it comes to like the political side of things mm -hmm. um and I will also just want to really throw this in there before I'm done with my little thoughts on it I was fucking right Yes. I was fucking right. No. There was there was one um note that I took I took like three notes um and it was Nicole was 100% right about Jude being able to pardon herself and yet, Cardin's challenge went right over her head. Yeah, and she's such like, a smart girl. I but texted you guys. I was like, Jude is so smart. And yet, <laughs> such an idiot. Yes. Because like, I'm sitting on the whole, like, the whole first half of the book. I'm just sitting there screaming. Yeah. Just tell them you're yeah. the queen. Just yes. tell them you're the queen. Like, you can pardon yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it literally takes for her to go into yeah. the palace and... Cardan to like be with her and literally turn around and be like I was waiting for you to fucking yeah, pardon like, yourself yeah. you dumb oh, fuck like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now 
he was so clever. He was, I did. He was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so much fun. And then she's gonna laugh about this. Right, and then it goes right over Drew's head. And he's like, um, hello? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what this is supposed to be. No. Uh, okay, Leo, what was your rating? I rated it a uh, 4.5. And I, I honestly... I think the reason it's, like, missing that point five is not, like, I love the political world building. I love the, like, tiny, tiny, tiny little sprinkle of romance that we got. Um, I don't know. I just think it was, there was just something, and I can't explain it, that just didn't put me at a full-on five. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But a 4.5. And I definitely loved Queen of Nothing more than Wicked King. Yes. Truthfully. Yeah. It was so good. I don't remember what I rated Wicked King, but I did like it better than Queen of Nothing. Um, just you did? because just because there was so much time in this book. Um, my my rating for this is like a four, by the way. Um, but just because like the there's just so much there's just so much I wish would happen in this book, especially in that the beginning like half. I just felt like there were times where it was kind of like dragging on mm-hmm. um and i'm like okay like well where's Cardin? like where's you know this this thing it starts off with taryn coming to jude and being like hey i but killed- it all kind of <laughs> i killed, killed my husband yeah, yeah yeah but it all kind of like tied in in the end i guess it's it's it. because it's like she had we had to we had to see her meet um what's what's the name of the creature that's like the one that she goes to fight in the beginning. Yes, what's oh, what's um, Grimma, Grimma, Grimma Mog? Yes, yeah. Grimma Mog. Uh-huh. Like she had to meet. Oh yeah, we had to have that yeah. so that she could come back in exactly. later in the and story. That yeah. Happened if she wasn't, and I also loved how her relationship between her sisters. Like, kind of just grew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I love the fact that Taryn had a redemption arc in this right. book. Yeah. Right. I yeah. love the fact that she turned yeah. around and realized what she did wrong to Jude in right. the past mm-hmm. two books. Yeah. And it actually made me like Taryn now. Like, I I hated her yeah. in the first two books. I, I think I was, like, she was public enemy number one for me. Like, if they could knock her out, I would have been, like, great awesome, I don't fucking need her in this, but this book made me absolutely love her. Yeah. The fact that, and it was it was almost that fact of, like, she had to crawl back to her sister and be like, hey, I fucked up. Yeah. I'm on my hands and my knees begging you right now, can you please help me? I know I've done so wrong. And it also just showed how, how much of a strong person Jude is right. to be able to realize, hey, my sister did all this shitty stuff to me, but you know what? she needs me right now, like, I need to go and help her, I need to put that stuff aside. Yeah, right. It also gave me a lot of fucking anxiety. I think I texted you guys that, I was like, this book is giving me anxiety. In the beginning, when she, like, when she was pretending to be She was pretending to be Taryn, and, like, she's with Oriana and Maddox, and... I thought it was so funny. I thought it was kind of funny, but it was giving me a little bit of anxiety, because it's like, it's like, wait, do they know that she's not Taryn, or do they not know? Well, all I kept thinking was, like, she's going to fuck up. She's going to say something yeah. wrong. Right. She's going to do yeah. something that Taryn wouldn't do, and Maddox is going to be like, oh, you're not who you say you are. There's a really great scene in Inglorious Bastards where, like, um, one of one of the, the guys is, like, undercover, <laughs> and he's pretending, I think he's pretending to be, like, a German man or something, and he holds up the number three, but in Germany or like in Europe, you hold up the number three, not the way that we do it, but the way that we do it, like they do it like this. So, so what? Yeah, what she's saying is thumb pointer middle instead yes. of pointer middle ring. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, and they instantly know. Oh, this guy's undercover. Like that's immediately how they know. And it's so, so <laughs> subtle. Yeah. Thing. And I kept waiting for something like that to happen. Well, I can't. I can't remember now. What did What did she do that Oriana was like? You're not who you say you are. Um, I can't even remember. I suck at taking notes, by the way. I, like, yes. get into a book, and I'll tab it, and yep. I'm like, I'm going to write a note on this later, and I never come back to it. I have everything, like, before that, and then everything after it. How far into it? It's, like, a good, like, 100 pages in. Oh, right here. So it's chapter, the beginning of chapter 12. She, like, leaves and goes out, and when she comes back, Oriana's sitting there, and she says, she's like, I covered for you. I dismissed the guard before he could carry tales. Do not insult me by lying anymore. You are not Taryn. And that's why she asked, like, how do you know? Wait, no. 
Don't tell Maddox, please. I never planned on coming here. Maddox rendered me unconscious and dragged me to this camp. I only pretended to be Taryn because I was already pretending to be her in Elfheim. How do I know you're not lying? How do I know you're not here to murder him? There's no way I could have known Maddox would come for Taryn. The only reason I'm still here is that I don't know how to leave. I tried tonight, but I couldn't. Help me get away. Help me, and you will never have to see me again. I think she just... Yeah, saw, she just kind of... saw what... Jude sneaking out, right? Mm-hmm. She, like, witnessed her sneaking out of the camp. Yeah. To go see... To go try and leave. Yeah. So she could, yeah. But then she ran into... That's whenever she discovered the ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. Which that, that was... <laughs> I was like... My thing... Well, first, the, first, the first thing I wrote... The first thing I wrote was... Um, what do you mean true name? Do we do we know anybody's true name in this book? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because his real name is fucking like Garrett or some fucking shit like that. Yeah. Do we know anybody's real name? Because apparently if you know their real name, you, you can have, use it again. You have like a power yeah. over them. Yeah. So I'm, do we not know anybody's true name in this book? Like that, that kind of really confused me, especially coming like third book in page... Page 105? Yeah. I, I, it yeah. literally made me stop and think for a second, like, is ever... Locke's name real? Is is Cardan's name his real... Like, you know what I mean? Are, are any of them their real names? Right. Um, and then the other thing that said to me, too, was like, where did, it, where did it go? What the fuck? All you had to do was leave, and now you need to save someone? Oh. Like, bitch, you had this... this it was all set for you to leave. All you had to do was turn around and walk the fuck out of this woods... But you just, you had to go back and try and save the ghost. Yeah. You just had to do it. Like, After he fucking, all, he yeah. fucking set you up. After yeah. all he did. And you're just like, let me save him. <laughs> no, bitch. And then he wasn't even there anyways. You ended up running into Maddox in that cave yeah. and literally almost died. But then I was like, oh my God, like it actually proved that she is queen because she's sitting there like bleeding out in the forest. Right. And Vivi and Heather and Taryn are, are trying to like, stitch her up and this bitch's blood is growing flowers mm-hmm. in the snow <laughs> and i'm just like holy shit she is queen like she is she is i still like even though we've already finished like you know we went through all three books i still cannot get a grip on matic no i no. cannot i don't I still don't know i don't know whether i have somewhat of a light for him but then at the same time he's so cruel mm-hmm. there are there are times in this book where i am like um you know fairies are tricky yes and they're sneaky um one of one of the other notes that i wrote down i don't know if we're skipping around way too much but not really um, we're still kind of going in, in in a decent order um in in well first of all let's talk about Vivi. But like in the in the beginning of the book, like it just seems like Jude is more concerned about what's happening in Fairy than like Vivi is. And yeah. it's crazy to me, like like I know you and I talked about this, but like Vivi knows about this world. It's like imagine, imagine something going on in like your home country. Right. And like, you know, like there's like a war happening or something in your home country. And you are are back in like your your other country where you live, and you just don't care about what's going on, even though like you grew up there, you presumably have friends there, you know like. And for Vivi to just not give a shit, like that's crazy to me. But I think, I think it's one of those things where Vivi never, she never saw Elfheim as home, ever. Like, she was so much older than Jude and Taryn when Maddox came in in the first book and kind of basically stole them away. Mm-hmm. And she never, like, conformed. If you, if you think about it in a sense, almost it's almost kind of like, like Jude and Taryn have Stockholm Syndrome, in a sense. Yeah, do they remember little bits about their previous life? Absolutely. But they were brought up in this world of fairy from such a young age that it's all they really know. So they had to conform to being there. They had to really like it to make it seem like they they weren't going to get in trouble, in a sense, for being there. Whereas Vivi had come from there. 
the people of that area were not going to do anything to Vivi because she wasn't quote unquote different like Jude and Taryn were. So she could give two flying fucks. This man who is claiming to be her father, who she doesn't see as a father because she's never met him, comes into her actual home, which she believes is the mortal realm, and rips her out of it and brings her back to this supposed quote-unquote actual home. So she's had so much resentment towards Maddox and towards Elfheim her entire life because to her, that's not home. Home is is the mortal world, you know? So I think that's more why Vivi just doesn't give a shit what's happening in Elfheim, and she'd just rather be in the mortal realm because that's what she's comfortable with, and that's what she knows. Whereas Jude had to change herself and conform herself to be liked and be wanted and be accepted in this fairy realm, and that's really all that she knows because she was so young when she was taken there. But also think in the sense that Vivi rejects so much of fairy and yet is so much like fairy oh yeah in yeah. a sense there is a time i think in the very first book where um they jude you know uh, tells us about like all the the rules that have been laid out for them one of them is to never make a bargain with a fairy and what does she do to heather she tells yep. she makes a bargain with mm-hmm. heather Yep. that's so fucked up. Yeah, I think she's so think out of touch. Yes, yeah, so, out of touch for sure. Yeah, um, she's very naive. Yes, very naive for sure. Because yeah. also too, when like when when everything was going on with Heather and Heather was like, oh, like he was, oh, she's coming over, she's coming back home, and like yeah. Jude walks up to the house and Heather's like sitting on the porch yeah. and she's like, I just can't bring myself to knock on the door. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I only came over here to talk and, like, officially end things yeah. type of thing. Which I think they gave her a little bit of a redemption at the end of this book. Yes. Um, because she kindly, like, kindly, she <laughs> she comes to, at least from what I've seen, she actually shows that she does know what's going on. She yes. does understand mm-hmm. the severity of it. Yes. And, I don't know, I feel like that. And they also kind of gave her a little bit more, like, okay, like, at least you're not playing stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're not just, like... And they also kind of kind of fix things with Heather a little bit, whereas, like, yeah. most of her memories are... Well, all of her memories are gone of what happened before, and she had to meet Vivi again for the first time and actually fall in love with her with Vivi being honest with everything. Right. So, I mean, maybe you'll see... You might see a little bit of it, hopefully, in, in Stolen Air, Heather and Vivi coming back, because, I mean... The way this one ended right now, too, Maddox is now in the mortal world. Him, Oriana, and Oak. Oak yeah. went back because he wants to be with his parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Vivi made a comment of, oh, it's going to be funny to show Dad how to use a cell phone. How is like, that, how, how that going to work? Your father stabbed you. And, like, mm-hmm. you guys are just going to continuously... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's Go just back. so easy for them to forget. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's a fairy trait. I don't know. We're human. We can't. <laughs> but maybe we should get a fairy on the podcast uh, and ask. <laughs> any fairies that want to be on the podcast, please reach out. Like, I don't understand. Like, he almost killed your sister. Like, she was literally bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Stored in her side. Yes. Like- and, like... He's going to come live with you in the mortal realm, obviously, you know, because he got banished. And you're still going to try to, like, be a family? Like, I don't under- yeah. I don't understand uh, that at all. That concept is so... They've done a lot of terrible things to each other, and yet somehow are still a family. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you take the concept of, of how, how they first came to be a family... Where like Maddox like fucking slaughtered their parents, right? <laughs> right, and just kidnapped them. It was like, okay, well, I guess I'll raise you now. You know? Yeah, so. I guess you're my problem. Yeah. let's let's move on from this. Yeah, That's yeah. Just crazy. It is. It There's is. Some things you cannot come back from. But again, we're not fairies. Yeah, true. So. <laughs> I also love the fact that it really it really showed how much Cardian truly cares for her oh. like <laughs> like he he I actually actually cares for her like seriously uh, i i tapped something i 
was so uh, obsessed with this new cardigan yes. that we got. Yes. Uh, so the first time we see him, what he's like wearing fucking like, um, like armor, isn't he? Not like armor, but like he's wearing like some kind of like spice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it's just it's funny because he's like, oh, like okay, let's go play spy. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> that's in his mind, like it's something new and exciting. Yeah. Like, um, and you see, you see a little bit of that, like, um, at the very end of the book where, like, he's in, in the mortal realm mm-hmm. and, like, you get to see just, like, the silliness and I think it's, I think it's touching. Well, the, the one thing that got me was page, page 159. Um, it says, Cardan gazes at a rose bush with petals so black and glossy they look like patent leather. It was terrifying, he says, watching you fall. I mean, you're generally terrifying, but I am un- unused to fearing for you. And then I was furious. I am not sure I've ever been that angry before. Mortals are fragile, I say. Not you, he says in a way that sounds a little li- like a layman. You never break. Oh, and I literally had to put the book down because there were tears in of, my eyes. That was one of the times where I've ever considered highlighting something in my book yes I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not a person that like likes to like write or like highlight in my books I would have highlighted that Mm -hmm. um and I came this close it just it just showed so sweet yes this this broken boy that grew up like completely like shunned from everything Mm -hmm. was told that he was terrible Mm -hmm. nobody could ever care for him like he would never be loved yep like and him just looking up to this this human that essentially yeah. is supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, beneath him. Yeah, yeah. And but you know, it, it, it ties back. It ties into this the yes. king of how yeah. the king of Elfheim yeah. learned to hate stories because this whole book shows you Cardian growing up and all of these things that happened to him. Yep. But also throughout this book, he talks about Jude constantly. Yeah. And I highly believe that he loved her from such an early point on. Yeah. But it was this this facade of I'm the bad prince. Yes. I'm the one everybody's supposed to hate, so I can't show that I love her right. type of thing. I think he also had a little bit of resentment towards her because she kind of represented everything that he would never be. Yeah. Like even yes, like even though like um she was technically adopted by like the the man who like slaughtered her her parents <laughs> i have to stop saying slaughtered um, like her but he parents. did yeah um she was still loved you know and mm-hmm. she was still she grew up and and nobody ever made her feel the way that people made Cardin feel mm-hmm. right and i think that he resented her a lot for that even though she's just a human yeah you know like he he they've been taught that like humans are beneath you mm-hmm. and yet here this human is being loved and being raised by people who who care about her yeah. and i think that really fucked with him in some kind of sense yeah you know oh yeah and then just to find out that she cares for him mm-hmm. just as much as he cares for her mm-hmm. i feel like that really like jacks with him like no but you're like what you said mm-hmm. you're everything that everybody's told me I could never be right yeah and you you love me yeah you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. like I, I thought uh that's what I'm saying even though it wasn't like romance romance mm-hmm. it was so it was just beautiful so good. I loved it I it literally did have me kicking my feet too. yeah <laughs> like I had to like shut my book and just be like literally the most uh, sweetest thing from the yeah. most cruelest person yeah I was like, there was another point part two that I about that scene where they hook up you know the one. Page, like, 202-something. I would say, because I just put 209 that I was just going to read a little part oh, from, too, that I, I... Well, he literally turned around and, like, like told her his heart has always been hers. Uh-huh. And I was just... And I'm pretty sure it was after... It was after they... They did a little thingy thing. Oh, yeah. It's you I love, he says. I spent much of my life guarding my heart. I guarded it so well that I could behave as though I didn't have one at all. Even now, it is a shabby, worm-eaten, and scrabbiest thing. But it is yours. (laughs) And I was literally like, ah! Oh, my God! Like, that is what makes it so satisfying. It's just like, like I said, it's just like a little treat. 
<laughs> yeah. You, know, you get yeah. through all the political world building and stuff, and it's just like, oh, well, here's something. Here's a little here's, sprinkle. Here's a little sprinkle, here's sprinkle. Here's a little Hershey's kiss for your trouble. Um, and I love it. I know. It's, uh, but, you know, I like the fact that she just kind of, like, denies that he loves her the whole time. Yeah, until the very end. Uh, yeah. the very, it's literally page 278 that she yeah. turns around and finally tells him, I love you. Yeah, because literally just yeah. the page before, it says, Cardan slips his fingers into mine. It's hard to work against someone you love. I wonder if he's thinking of Belkin. Like, she's mm -hmm. still to this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? Uh, I don't understand. She's such an idiot. <laughs> Can we talk about where he gets turned into a fucking... <laughs> First <laughs> off, I can't believe that he just took the crown and was just like, <laughs> yep. it's a toy, he I broke it in half. Like, he thought it was funny. He did. He thought it was funny. He <laughs> thought nothing was going to happen. Yeah. But this, what's his name, Gr Grim Grimson? Grimson, is yeah. that what his name uh -huh. is? Uh -huh. Apparently, he like everything he makes Make, has yeah. some sort of twisted yeah. curse on it. Like... What was it? The earrings that she bought for Taryn, like if the, she were to like what break it, or I think it's like it. that. Like she would be the ugliest creature oh, ever, or some oh, shit like that. Like nobody would ever want to look at her. Right. But and then this one was like turns him into a fucking massive snake. That yeah. I was shocked. I did I was, not expect that. I was picturing like the Titan boa. <laughs> <laughs> The Titan boa, or like Anaconda. I was okay. I was Anaconda. I was picturing the basilisk from Harry Potter. Oh, I've never seen. Oh, Harry yeah. that's what I pictured. Quite like this mad. giant, because he started out small. The thing is, I don't think he was that big. But though. he, but I, I feel like he was because the way they were describing him, he was curled around the throne. Yeah. Like he was massive. Yeah. And ended up getting like even bigger. Like he just got bigger and bigger and bigger how by the second type of thing. And then, all. yeah, and then like, she just, like, is, like, whack. Yes. <laughs> well, she did, what, what, she ended up cutting him with what? I don't remember. Um, hold on, I, I tabbed it, 279. Uh, Heart Sworn, which was the, oh, the blade that Maddox had Grimson make that would right. defeat anything. It was, like, this huge, I mean, he took it and, and slammed it into the ground in the throne room and split the the floor apart broke yeah. the the throne in half and everything so it was like this giant thing i literally at that point too i had to stop read like i put the book down because i was like she fucking murdered him I oh my know. god she killed him oh my god he's uh, like you can't I, just I, kill I, cardi and I like that too for a second and i was like okay i did it not for like, once i didn't think he was dead i was like oh okay well this is how it ends you know yeah it was fun while it lasted <laughs> Kind of thing but um they they talk about over and over again um like the prophecy like from only from the spilling of his blood can a, a king like a yes. great ruler rise something right. like that um and i think it's that kind of like fairy like language like trickery mm -hmm. where it's like yeah, you have to spill his blood, but we didn't say, like, he had to be dead. Well, I didn't, I thought I said something like that yeah. to you, where I was like, I think they just need to, like, yeah. cut him or something yeah. and, like, do something like that and make right. his blood just, like... Give him a little paper cut. Yeah, whatever, yeah. and then, like, boom, everything will be fine, right. like... Right. Which, I mean, in a sense, that, that kind of is what, yeah. what happened. They had to kill the snake. Yes. That's, that's the blood that had to right. spill. He chops the head off of this fucking serpent. And Cardian just comes climbing out of it. He's fucking naked. Yeah. <laughs> Where did his clothes go? <laughs> Where did his clothes go? And he's go? just okay. He's like, hey, guys. Right? He's like, what's up? Long time no see. But that's just, that's him, though. That's yeah, just, right, that's just right. who he is as a person, which right, yeah. I honestly kind of love. And he's still, I said this in the first book. And he still fucking reminds me. He reminds me so much Jack of Spiro. Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. He just does. Yeah. He's just like a nonchalant go with the flow. Like, yeah. what whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, that's just that's how life is type right. of thing. And I, I just love that about I him. I think you definitely saw growth of him, like, as a ruler, though. Yes. Sure. In this sure, one. Sure. Oh, for big sure. time. Yeah. Big time. He yeah. actually came into I understanding kind of, himself. Yep. Yeah. And his power. Yes. Like, he he doesn't. He has a lot of power. Yeah, a lot I'd of power. I'd love to go back and like read the Cruel Prince and like 
read the series again, like, um, and kind of, like, analyze it a little bit more, knowing what we know now. Yes. You know? Like, I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, fun. Oh, yeah. One thing, which, and I tried to, I tried to look in Queen, because me and Leah were talking about this, and I tried to look in the Queen of Nothing, and I could not find where they first describe Jude. Oh, what she um, looks What like. she looks like. Yeah. So, to me, I pictured Jude this, like, brown flowing kind of curly hair lighter skin toned type of person leah pictures her actually being like mixed race um a little bit of a darker skin tone Uh maybe a little bit of like tighter curled hair yeah okay um but then the other thing that i noticed and it was page 55 in how the king of elfheim learned to hate stories um, let me see if I can find like, We'll it. have to give ratings on this book, too. Yes. Oh, this is a, this is a straight five for me. <laughs> also, yeah. the, the fact that it's a picture book just makes oh, it a hundred yeah, times better. So it's so a fucking know. picture book. When I bought it, I didn't know it was illustrated. And yeah. so I got it in the mail and I was opening and flipping through it. I was so excited. So Cardan describes Jude on page 55 of this book. And he says, the odd curve of her ear was what he had noticed first. A roundness echoed in her cheeks and her mouth. Then it was the way her body looked solid, as though meant to take up space and weight in the world. When she moved, she left behind footprints in the forest floor. To me, Jude is not some skinny little twig of a... She's a curvy, thick queen. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, that's just what I, like, when I read that, I was like, this isn't not, this is not some typical, because I feel like in in most of these books, like, the way the female lead is described is, exactly, very copy, very skinny, fragile, small, like. You can pick her up with one hand. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To me, this bitch looks like us. Yeah. Like, this is, like, one of us walking through this. Like, she is a thick bitch. Yeah. Who who is not afraid to take who up her space? On exactly, yeah. uh, and I just I love, love that. that. Like yeah. that just made that made me like love hence this series reason, even more. Hence the reason why I feel like She's, I see yeah. her more mixed. Yeah. yeah. Than I do like some like so Carden like, likes thick girls. Is Car- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Send me now, fame. <laughs> but yeah, that's I don't. That's just how I. I mean. You can't really tell in the pictures that they that they have in here because yeah. they're very cartoonized, yeah, very right. you know, like sketchy wise. All I was seeing when I was reading those okay. books. Yeah, that definitely puts it in a different perspective. For me. Right? How how did you picture? It just kind of like you know, just a white girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basic white bitch. I mean, I didn't say that. Just white. <laughs> FYI, I am the basic white bitch in this group, so I can say that. Listen, I'm an honorary basic white bitch. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna say Crystal's probably whiter than I am, but that's that's beside the point. I just I just look at this yeah. and yeah. I'm just like yeah. That's kinda how I picture her. Just a white girl with like long. To me like, that's brown just hair. like wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess because um, I just I don't know. I guess from the first book that's yeah. automatically. Well, what I, see. I mean, do you guys ever okay, so like, like um, if I we'll, be, wrong. we'll be talking about Miss and Fury next. Um, but like Amrin, like I know people see her as like like an East Asian like woman. Yeah. Like, yes. You know, yeah. cute little bob. For me, yes. she's a black woman. Oh. <laughs> and, I yeah. and I know that they describe her as like pale and like you know she's got like these these really sharp eyes and I'm like I'm like no that's a black woman with a bob. <laughs> like, that's how I picture Amrin. Oh, okay. Okay. And I don't care. I don't care what the description says. Like, that's how I picture her in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's just have like, something. And you've read the whole series with that Right, in your exactly. Head. And you exact, can't, yeah. I can't unsee it now. Yeah, I get you. Know? you. Okay. I get you. I mean, I get it. Once you get kind of like this, this image in your head, you're, it, no matter what people say or what's that's written, right. that's what you're going to see. Yeah, exactly. It's what you're going to see. Yeah, I just think it's funny how, like, there will be, like, clear like uh you know descriptions of like people and yet i'm still like mm, that's, wrong. <laughs> that's wrong that's not right that's not right i want to talk a little bit about nicasia nicasia um 100 oh, yeah. percent has just been a bitch from the get-go i mean i think she's just been a bitch from the get-go because i'm sorry your your mother brings you up here 
to be kind of like an offering, which, okay, yeah, that sucks for you. Yeah. Get it. But like, that's the way this world works. Type <laughs> She's of thing. like, you're an offering. <laughs> like, that's what she was. She was an offering to, to no Eldred, to it, one no. of his sons. <laughs> or get over it. Get over it. It's fine. Your royalty. <laughs> um, to be one of his son's brides in a sense to like make a deal between the two courts so they can work together in a sense. Um, And then she falls in with Cardian and gets into his little group and the two of them start. One thing I don't understand is like they seem like they really loved each other. They did seem like they really loved each other. They did. And then it makes that all more confusing with what happens with Locke. Well, yeah, because that's, that's my thing. That's why he is a douchebag. I'm, 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 I'm glad that Taryn knocked him off. Like, yeah. goodbye, good riddance. Yeah. But also, too, like, if Nars, if Nars, yeah. he is sleeping with the fishes now. If Nicassia was a decent person, she would have never done that to Cardin, no matter how, Fair. how much Locke, quote unquote, tricked her into it. Right. Which I don't even really think he tricked her into it. I feel like she was just like, mm, oh, he wants me to. Great, I'm gonna be with him also. Do you think? Because I don't, I don't remember if it was uh, Locke or Nicasia who wanted to kind of like um, embarrass Cardin almost. But it like, was. Was it Locke trying I to like, think... take his girl and he's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, kind of embarrass. What do you think Nicasia also may have had that in mind? Well, there was something I tabbed in here. Also, don't they get into it like a fist fight? Imagine fighting an actual Car- Cardin and Locke. Yeah. yeah, literally, like go at it. But no, I tapped this on page one twenty one of how the King of Elfheim learned to hate stories, and I literally wrote Nicasia wanted revenge on Judah and Taryn, and just made Cardian go along with it. Mm-hmm. Like it was all her idea. She literally said, "Punish them." She took his hands, her expression fierce. Punish all three of them. Convince Valerian, Valarian, however you pronounce his name. He'd like tormenting the mortals, force Locke to play along, make them all suffer. And Cardin's just like, okay. <laughs> Sounds like fun. He's very easily influenced, okay? He is. And it's, it's because he wants approval. Yes. Right? But just he doesn't. He wants Won't to be accepted. Admit. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was accepted by this group, right? Yes, yeah, yeah that, exactly. That essentially yeah. only happened because of the Cassia. Yes. Yeah, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that whole group was was her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this this little book here goes and shows you how much of the stuff that happened in the first book with Jude right. tormenting Taryn, or Jude Cardian tormenting Taryn June, that it was all Nicasia the entire time. It was just Nicasia pushing Cardian's hand and making him do all these things and Cardian thinking, oh, okay, if I do this for her, she's going to like me. And, and, you know, I'm going to be back in her, her good graces type of thing, even though I did nothing wrong. She's the one who wronged me right. type of, you know. I feel like at the, at the end of Queen of Nothing, she, I mean, she came through, you know. Mm-hmm. She, did. she did. She did. Like she did. Because Jude wrote that message saying, like, if you, Please had, help. Like you, if yeah. you had any love for him. You know what I mean? Like, please help. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. if if you cared at all, you're going to do something. Yep. And she did. And she did. Because I think at the end, she realized what a crap person she was. Mm -hmm. And if she continued with this, like, she was going to be no kind of ruler for nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she was just a trash person. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. She she had a little, a little tiny. A a tiny, tiny redemption. redemption. Tiny, but it wasn't. Enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Yeah. For sure. But glad to be rid of Locke because he was a trash human being. There was no redemption qualities to no. whatsoever. <laughs> None. Um, everything he did was trash. Yep. Black heart. Black yep. soul. Mm-hmm. Nope. Fairies Terrible person. Fucking evil. Yeah. Fa- <laughs> fairies are fucking evil. Yeah. Uh, he was a boy. terrible person. So what did you guys rate King of Elfheim? Um, I, I would say I, it was a really good one. Mm-hmm. And I... Huh? Four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It was it was good. I thought we got really good. Um, Did everybody read it in one sitting? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It took me like yeah. an hour yeah. to read it, yeah. and I was done with it. Like I literally, I finished, I finished Queen of Nothing while I was at work. Uh-huh. Like literally read the last pages while I was there, and then I came home, and the very first thing I did, like I went in my room, I changed clothes, <laughs> hopped on my bed, grabbed this book, and was done with it in an hour. Oh. And was just like, God damn, I need more. Yeah. 
It was good. It was really, really good. I just, I, I don't know what it is about picture books sometimes that I'm just like, yes. Yeah. I, I need wish, to look at things. Um, we need more authors to put illustrations. Yes, in please. Um, I would love a, a, a book like this fantasy book that had every once in a while little pictures that just kind of explained what your characters looked like. like. There was um, a book that I was reading, The Atlas Six. I didn't get very far in it because I did get kind of bored. Um, but every now and then there would be like an illustration of like a character mm. and like all six characters were in this book and I just thought that was cool. Like that is, cause it, yeah. Cause it really makes you, you're actually, cause I don't know. I've, I've, I saw TikTok about this. I don't know if you guys do it, but I know I do where I'll be reading something and like, it'll describe a little bit of how the character looks and I'm like, okay. And I picture it in my head and then like 20 pages later, it'll like add a description and I have to like go back into my memory and like erase what I yeah. originally thought and now think something completely different and then you know 50 pages down the road they'll explain another characteristic of this character and now I have to change it up all over again See, yeah. that's that's what I was talking about earlier where I was like okay once I decided that Amryn was a black woman yep. <laughs> Amryn is a black it's, woman it's never, it's never been that the different for me yeah do we have any other any other fatal comments on this or I love this series me it too. Really good it was a really good series. Um, I think it's definitely worth um, the hype, but don't go into it expecting romance. Yeah, no, no. That's what I've seen people like on TikTok being like, "Oh, I DNF'd it. It was so boring." Blah blah blah. I don't think it's boring at it's, all. It's not boring. I will I think, say. I, think I will you say. You have to be a certain kind of reader. Yes. To like enjoy it. Um, I was gonna say that, and then I also will say I feel like, and I hate. I did say I really don't like when when series do this. But I will put it aside because of how good book two and three were. Uh -huh. You do kind of have to push yourself to get through yes. book one. Right. Book I've one never... does drag a little, a little but once you get to book two and book three, yeah. it 100% makes yeah. up for it. Right. I don't think I've ever read a political fantasy like this mm -hmm. before. Um, so... The first one was a little dragging for me. And I, I was like, I'm going to hate this series. I know, it, I know I'm going to hate it. But the ending of the first book really, yeah. really got me. Yeah. And then the second one was even better. And the third one sold mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm obsessed with this book. Yeah. Yep. So good. And the the Elfheim book, the mm -hmm. How the King of Elfheim. I just King, King of Elfheim. Yeah, yeah, King of Elfheim. Yes, I thought that was such a good read, too. It gave you such a good perspective on Cardan. Yeah. Like, just, it was good. Yeah. One thing I'm so mad that I don't, I don't have right now, and I'll, I'm going to pull up, I'm going to pull up the TikTok that I saved for one of them, if I can get it. Um, so you guys know this, but to tell our viewers, our listeners, um, Barnes & Noble made exclusive versions mm -hmm. of this whole series, and it is beautiful. They are black books with this gold foil writing. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful series. And like I said, I have come to absolutely love it. I think it's like top three of my book series right now. Um, if you and know anything about Nicole, she's a completionist and a collector. Yep. Um, if she sees it, she needs it. Um, 100%. She, she wants it, she's got it. Yeah. 100, 100, 100%. <laughs> Um, so I went and I found the Barnes Noble exclusives on eBay from a seller. Um, and one of the things that I was so excited to get was in the Barnes Noble exclusive of Queen of Nothing in the back, there are Cardian's letters to Jude, which uh, that's what we didn't, we didn't touch on. Um, Cardian wrote all these letters to Jude when she was in quote unquote exile yeah. in the mortal world and his fucking mother... Lady Asha, of all people, intercepted all of them, and, and Jude never yeah. got any, yeah. which makes me, like, so, so, so sad. Do you think that he, he thought he was just being ignored the whole time? He did. He thought he was being ignored the whole time. And I'm trying to find... But the fact is that he didn't even, like, whenever he did, whenever she came back uh -huh. to, you know, pretend uh -huh. to be Taryn, uh -huh. and he knew it was her, yeah. he didn't even act like, like that bothered him whatsoever. I it mean, was just like... Yeah. 
He was just like, yeah. I guess because he's so used to, yeah, yeah. Being so he just, he just thought, oh, she's just like everybody else. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. great. I thought I had somebody, Unless but now I don't. That it's just a sexy little game that she's playing. Yeah. That too. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> yeah. But I was so excited to to bring that book because I was really hoping it was going to be here by now. Um, that's a whole other story that we won't even get into. But I really, I just wanted to bring that so we could read sure Cardian's letters. On, like, online. Well, I found one oh, okay. on TikTok. Uh-huh. And it literally broke my heart. Uh-huh. And it literally says, Jude, you are in no, you are in no mood for games. Very well. I am no, in no mood for them either. Let me write it out. Let me write it outright. You are pardoned. I revoke, revoke your banishment. I rescind my words. Come home. Come oh. home and shout at me. Come home and fight with me. Come home and break my heart if you must. Oh, Just come home. Oh, oh my god. And I was like, oh my god. Like, just rip my heart out. Inappropriate to say, but we're also all menstruating right now. We are. <laughs> and so, I don't know. Just like, ah, it just makes me want to cry. Emotions are heightened. Uh, Very heightened. Just, ugh. Oh, I love that though. Right. Oh, it's just gosh, that's beautiful. Ugh. I want a man like that. Yeah. Write me letters. Tell me how much you miss me and love me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> oh god. Um. Okay. So if that's everything, I think so. I think so. So yeah, that is everything. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, if we forgot to mention anything or you have comments, concerns, questions about stuff on this series or this book, go ahead and leave it in our Instagram post on it. Um, I mentioned it last time. I'm going to mention it again and the link will be down below. We did start a Discord server so that we can kind of talk a little bit more in real time with you guys. So go ahead, head over there and join that. Uh, we have a whole bunch of different channels right now opened of recommendations and different types of things that you could talk about over there. Um, follow us here, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, please. We would highly, highly, highly appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I believe that's everything. We will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.